0: Good morning and welcome to episode 17 of the stromcast we are joined for the third time by dr christopher matthews phd in something or other from nottingham university and today we are gonna have a look at um this this idea of never settling and never being satisfied and is it is it optimal what scenarios is it optimal in um i think i haven't butchered that too much would you care to elaborate you totally butchered the whole thing Okay, um, a PhD in
1: sociology, um, Nottingham Trent University, just to clarify, <laughs> but well done though, mate, well done, you got my name right at least, yeah, yeah. Um, and before we get going, can I just quickly direct people to my website as well, immersiveresearch.co.uk, um, our first podcast actually is up there as a video, so people can watch us rather than just listen to us as well. What a treat. Um, let's start with a bit of background about never settle you tell us where it came from first
0: and then then Um, let's talk about why i've got a beef with it i am i am medically incapable of of sitting still of not moving forward this uh kind of lockdown stuff i'm not going to cry about mental health and stuff i just find ways to do stuff because sitting still is not my not my thing so when i translate that over to bodybuilding I have always felt that uh, the second you're satisfied, the second you sit back and go, hey, you know what, this is all right, that's the second you're fucked. Um, and I kind of try to apply that to, to all aspects of my life that I want to progress in. Um, and I think it's done me pretty well. You could argue that I go really hard at things and then never actually achieve anything, but we'll put that down to my personal adequacies rather than a fundamental flaw in the philosophy. Well, I wouldn't argue that. I mean, you've got a successful business, right? At the very very least, you've got a very successful business. I think it's worth it. And I do apply that philosophy to the business, you know, I don't stop. Yeah. And I do that. I do that in the idea that I will be able to stop sooner. People get really confused by this. But I think of um, the number of hours I put into the business, almost like putting money into a savings account. And I have to get the number of hours in the business to a certain point before I can then retire. The sooner I put those hours in, the sooner I can retire, which is my ultimate goal. And every time I take a holiday or a day off, I'm not adding to that kitty. That's the way I look at it.
1: Retiring sounds also all, all very, very similar to settling.
0: Yeah, but once I've ticked the box. Ah, okay. So it's almost never settle, which is what I've always said. Never settle until you can settle forever in and that yeah.
1: up again. So let let me let me try and put a little bit of um, let me try and, like, think through some of the, the points here. There's number one that I think is the way that we start with this, where, it's, where I think you are completely right, which is, as a business model, model, model. what's that? Is that a dog? It's dog. It's fox dog. Wow, very nice. She looks lovely. I've got one here at the minute. Um, number one, never settle as a business tagline, as a subheading to yeah. your business makes so much sense, right? And I think in that sense... Who, who is anyone to argue with someone who's used a line which is connected to them and the way they think about the world and their business? I think it makes it perfect sense like that. Uh, so in that re- respect, I'd never, ever suggest changing it. However, as a, as a kind of statement, it, it is literally daft. It, it's, 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 and, I, and I use the word literally correctly for once because people don't use it correctly. In literature, what I mean is to say never settle means at all times – all the way all the way through your life in every situation never settle that's what that statement says something that my students do all the time is they use what 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 that is which is an absolute statement now you've already highlighted that it's not an absolute statement you mean almost never settle settle when you've got enough or settle under these parameters but mostly never settle but when people talk they use absolute statements all the time you know how much you hear people say stuff like oh i never miss the gym all right, maybe you'd probably do a now and then, maybe. Of course you do. The reality is when people use absolute statements, what they mean is almost statements, almost absolute, majority of the time statements, but they use it as daft language, as stupid language. And again, it's fine for your business, but as a conversation, if you were to sell someone to never settle until they've reached their goals, what's the logical conclusion on that if they're a genetically normal person in bodybuilding?
0: they're never going to achieve anything, likely. And on the way, they will probably destroy themselves trying. Yeah. I, I guess uh, it was almost um, a, uh, an adjunct to when when I came up with it, one of the things that was very popular, and it's still very popular, is this idea of balance and balancing your life and everything else. And and I think that that quite often leads to people using that as an excuse for a, for being inadequate. Yeah. Which is maybe bet- very harsh, but... I see so many people preaching about balance, and I'm having a meal out because balance and whatever, and that's fine if you want that. But if your primary goal is that you want to be the best bodybuilder, the best powerlifter, the best whatever in this industry that you can be, that balance is going to negatively contribute to that. Yeah, in some respects, I, I, you, you're definitely onto something. The, the problem comes
1: when you when you assess it as a as a tool for most people, mm-hmm. and in most situations. And if, if you're, well, I've got, I put a few notes down to myself to think like, where would this be appropriate? Where would it be appropriate to never settle? Almost, almost never settle. The first one is the, the last week of a, of a training block, right? I've got my goals. I've set them out. I've had a really good training block and I know I'm going to deload next week. Yeah. So I'm not going to settle until I hit
0: this. And that, that one big blowout probably makes a bit of sense, right? But even then, that absolute is never settled this week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's still got a kind of a holdback. Because if it was never settled, you'd try and beat
0: those, those reps and those sets and those weights the week after. But, but you there need are, be are people that do that. Say again? There are people that try and do that at the moment. And they tend to be people that end up kind of busted up. Or... They're genetic freaks who are the elite of the elite, and they can probably
1: possibly handle it. And let's just say that most of us are not the genetic elite. In fact, I think we can all, anyone who's listening will say they're probably in the genetically normal, because most of us are by definition. So for most of us, that kind of like win-at-all-cost mentality, just it, it just doesn't work for us. But within a kind of balanced, considered, periodized framework, it does. That's one. The second one where this is really important... And it's about balance, but it's if your start point is not like, as we were talking about earlier, kind of me and you probably being quite driven and work quite hard and all the rest of it. If your start point is not that, if your start point is one of laziness and relaxation and not driven, a mentality, an idea in your head, which is never settled, probably will help balance you in the correct way. Yeah. And then the other one is when you're young. When you're young, dumb, and full of cum, you can basically get away with anything, right? You can train stupidly. You can go out and drink and train the next night. You can shag all night. You can do whatever. And you can get up the next day and get on with it. And while you are that age, I think not never settling is quite useful. Unfortunately, that age evaporates very, very quickly after you're about 22. (laughs) So if you try and kind of relive that sort of balance, that lack of
0: balance, that never settle mentality after that stage... Yeah. I mean, someone said to me the other day, what would I do if I started strong now? Um, and I couldn't do it because I used, yeah. to work, I used to get up early, prep all my food, go train at a gym to actually train, uh, deliver supplements in the morning, then go and work a day job, which was selling Sky TV, which was soul destroying. Then go and drop off more supplements and then go train at a different gym, like a commercial gym, to chat shit to people that probably didn't want to talk to me about buying supplements and then go home, meal prep, carry on. I physically couldn 't do that anymore that was like five in the morning till ten or eleven at night every day for probably six months i couldn 't do that yeah I, 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 do that
1: now. I can tell you a similar story from my own background of doing that basically in relation to education working in working in gyms while studying while trying to trying to be healthy trying to kind of uh, I was a squash coach at the time I was a personal trainer at the time I was trying to study I was couldn't read and write very well all the rest of it and that that amount of energy that I had and could direct at that, at that stage has basically meant I have got where I am today. So it's like it, it's, it's something which is lacking in people yeah. and it's something which at the right time and the right way is so, so essential for success in life. Where this becomes super problematic is, and me and you have talked about this, if you remember, I've spent basically the last maybe five or six years trying to get out of the old habits that i had before those habits were of working all the time advancing really hard wanting to progress all all the time because the reason is now that one i don't need to two i've got enough momentum up that if i just keep working it doesn't the 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 results are diminishing like i'm i work okay now and actually if i just keep working now i'll be 50 before i know it and I'll probably be old and fat because I won't have put enough time in to look after myself. And my life would evap- evaporate in a way. I've spent five years trying to unlearn all the stuff that we were just talking about as the, as the habits that were really useful. So my kind of thinking on this is, if we are going to accept that Never Settle has a place, which I, I think it does, yeah. it also has to come with what you said at the very start, which is, all right, almost Never Settle and so possibly settle when you've got what you want. And then you have to think about what you want what is it how will you know and what's your exit strategy
0: like how are you going to do less not a clue yes (laughs) (laughs) like we were talking about before this so obviously dr matthews is a bit sensitive talking about corona because you know it's it's other people's problems um uh at the moment our business Strom is quiet that's why we're back doing the podcast it's not you know, there are businesses that can't trade at all. We're just quieter than normal. Um, so from next week, I'm going to go and do some delivery driving for APC because it keeps me busy. And it means that what work there is to do, the staff can do so they don't feel pressured about their job. Um, but if we really pick that apart, that's because I can't cope with the idea of sitting at home a couple of days a week. Right. I've got a lovely house, big telly, Xbox. I could play games and do all the things that I complain I don't get time to do, go on my motorbike, but I, I, I can't quite do it. Yeah, so that that exit strategy is is so
1: hard, non-existent. Right. I've actually said I've had a conversation with a few colleagues who are in similar situations, and my 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 claim to them is always that to to work less, to work less than what we're used to, because it's a habit to work hard and long hours. To work less requires more effort than to carry on working at the same amount. Yeah, because it's a it's a rearrangement of your whole mentality. So. to to pull away from that and to actually you know how many times do you hear this of like blokes who work all their life retire and drop dead and i would i don't want to do that i want to work hard i've done that now i need to pull out and i need i need to be able to get to the point where i do take my foot off the grass do look after myself and i do actually get to really enjoy the stuff which has come from never settling when i was younger yeah, that's the kind of key element that we have to try and grasp hold of but it's hard because no one everyone teaches you to work hard everyone wants you to work hard Rick you've got to work hard you've got to get a job Chris you've got to get you've got to get a job you've got to be able to pay for a mortgage but no one says also you need to learn to be able to stop and enjoy yourselves and that's a skill that we never get taught
0: but we do have to kind of figure it out at some level a lot of people never get to the point where they can afford to not work hard that's very true um, and I think a lot of that is because of this balance nonsense and living living only to their means um not that i think everyone should obsess about saving and whatever it really depends on on where you're at but it's difficult i know a lot of people these days just earn enough to get by yeah but those yeah. same people have got a nice new car on pcp and you know the latest phone and it's difficult not to get preachy about it because uh, i like all those things yeah um, but i certainly wouldn't do them if they compromise my ability to move forward
1: yeah and, and with all these sort of things we have to be super careful and and, and it and it's easy for me to kind of sit here and say that sort of stuff. But there is a there is a background to that. You know, like I'm from a working class background. My parents my parents weren't like, go to university. You know, I, I, by rights, I shouldn't have gone to university. Yeah. You know, I, I barely scraped GCSE English. So there is, you know, proof of concept. You know, we see people who do do this and get to the point where they have earned enough money. It is possible. It's harder for, for some of us than it is to others. Some people start with, you know, the... The money in the bank from their parents, not all the rest of it, um, and, and it is very downhearting. Where, where people get downhearted when they when they're in a job that they're not interested in, and then they hear people like who's talking about it in this way. Where I'm trying to I'm trying to work less, yeah. but the reality is, it's if you are in that sort of situation where you look at what you've got and you don't want to settle, yeah. the, the the motivation to 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 not settle is great if it's channeled in the right direction. And, I'm, I, you know, I'm kind of moved, but we've, we've both moved away from the kind of the tagline in the gym, really. Yeah. Um, because it is, it is a kind of mentality, isn't it? And, and you can apply it to the gym, but you can apply it to life. It's interesting what you, said, right? you have to be able to direct it in the right way. It has to go in
0: the right way. Otherwise, you know, what's the point in that mentality? Yeah, it's interesting what you say about um, learning to work less hard. Um, in terms of work, I still really struggle with that. But in terms of the gym, um, I've got out of the habit of training hard other than for the one thing that I enjoy, which is bench at the moment. Um, and I honestly might as well not train any other day of the week at the moment. And trying to get back into that mentality is, is really difficult. Yeah. Um, and I haven't quite worked that one out yet. And um, I think the conclusion I've come to is that if you don't want to do it, don't do it. Yeah, there's certainly an element of we have probably found our ability to
1: work to uh, somewhat extreme levels at times because we've enjoyed what we wanted to do. We've enjoyed
0: what we were doing. Well, I've got no goal I, with the gym at the moment, other than, no. other than a self-imposed pressure that if I end up looking like a complete fat sack of crap, it'll probably be bad for business. <laughs> yeah, good point. That's but That's of motivation for the gym at the moment. There's nothing internal telling me that I should do it, other than if you don't, people will rip into you yeah but remember
1: when you were working hard it probably wasn't hard to work hard i've never found it hard to work hard except i was in a job which i hated and i got out of it quick as soon as i found a job where i enjoyed it i worked like an absolute dog and i i still have this conversation with people now where i, I kind of tell them that I, I finish really early and i do finish early a lot of days but then i'll spend the afternoon reading yeah. on my topic and sometimes writing on my topic but I just don't think of that as work so it's this kind of like this is tension in, in my head between working hard
0: I think working hard is answering emails and people speaking to people who I think are dickheads I'm pretty but, sure I said to you a while ago have you read such and such a book and you said I don't read things other people have written anymore <laughs> I, I don't read I don't read books I write them <laughs> I realise you may have been being facetious, but I feel it was well relevant to point that out. Yes, yeah, somewhat facetious. <laughs> somewhat <laughs> facetious. <laughs> so, in terms of because this is, I guess, still a podcast that people who are into the fitness listen to. Yeah, let's do a bit of that. You apply this to people in the gym. Yeah, who are your normal guy because that's that's what this has always been aimed at. Is yeah. average gym goes with a modicum of experience, but they're not elite. They're not top level athletes. Where does this cross over? right well the first thing i said earlier is
1: periodization how many people i still know don't periodize and i I, as we know i am i am no i am no great bodybuilder i'm a sack of shit most of the time but even i have a half decent well-structured periodized program and because of that there's weeks where even i don't settle and properly destroy it and have that followed by decent rest i think that's one of the first things that there is a time for this but then there's other times where it's the opposite it like surely there's times which where it's optimal to settle like there <laughs> there are times where you go into the gym and it is not right and if you push through that session yeah. you've got a higher chance of injuring yourself and you've definitely got a high chance of reducing
0: your motivation for the next one yeah i mean reese who works for me very powerlifter he had that at the start of the year warming up are you okay man yeah my back's just a bit tight i need to loosen off as he got going something just feels off, I'll push through, put himself out for three months. And that's yeah. when he knows what they're doing and knows their body. He knew something was off, but just, yeah.
1: So that mentality is quite hard. Like, you know, I, I, a bit when I was playing sport, re- random sports, I played a bunch of different sports, but I always, always was able to train hard. It's the one thing I've been able to do. And con- no, no surprise, I've always been injured. I've come back from concussions too quickly from boxing. And, and it's that same mentality. Yeah. It was only in my mid-30s that I could actually pull that out. It was only when I went to the gym in my mid-30s that i have been able to train consistently without getting injured. Yeah. So if, if I let, let's say I am never going to settle. I want to actually get stronger, even though I'm 40. Yeah. Well, that has been helped by settling within sessions and yeah. having rest weeks. That has helped. So if we t- if we take the kind of notion of never settling but extrapolate it to a year, yeah, by the end of the year, if you do settle at various occasions and periodize your training, by the end of the year, you can have done loads, which is the definition of not settling.
0: Yeah. So it, it's looking at the big picture. Yeah. Rather than just trying to kill yourself, which I think most people get. I do apologize. No one can see this. We don't record it. But I've got, I've got earwax in here, and it's just got to go. The There was any hair clips of the appropriate tool. All right. Yeah, someone, someone saw me doing it with um, car keys the other day and they're not the ones, but clips. I don't think what
1: you're using there should be used.
0: Uh, uh, it's a pen lid. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, It's gross. Um, it's an interesting one. It's one of those ones that I've never really thought about and questioned until you threw it up the other day. Um, and, and, and fundamentally, you're right. The most productive periods of my life have always been these periods when I've been completely and totally obsessed yeah, with what I'm doing and how I'm doing it um, but it's ultimately not sustainable so it's picking your moment pulling the trigger at the right time and I suppose working you can work really, 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 really hard but if you're working really hard, pulling really hard in slightly the wrong direction, the ultimate trajectory takes you way, way from where you want to be. Totally,
1: yeah Yeah, working smart and hard is the ideal, right? And to work smart, you have to know where you want to go. And the the point of where you want to go, the destination, has to be a valid destination. It can't be, I want a Ferrari. I mean, mean, it could, but, you know, why? Why anyone would want that rather than, say again? There are steps to that yeah there's better things isn't there there's like there's a there's a proper focus there a, a good job a job that you like that yeah. gives you time off but pays well that that's a focus a family life that's happy in some level doesn't matter how it wants to be but it's it's got that Rel, relatively fit one of the ones that i used in a podcast with um with lucy uh, was it the mind, mindset coach i think it is yeah. she I was talking about like this in terms of focus for people, and, and a classic one. I mean, how many times you've heard this story? Maybe not because you guys are all fat strength powerlifters, but when you finally <laughs> let me finish. When you finally, <laughs> when you finally get abs, and you've been working for ages to get abs, and it's like all right, I've got abs now,
0: and nothing happens.
1: What's next? Like what? So what do you set? What, what do you do? So and the point there is not about that you, you've reached the goal, and well, you've reached it. It's it's that the goal was daft in the first place. I mean, I mean if, you, if, you, if you get abs by default because you wanted to be fit and healthy and whatever, I think that's great. But training just to get abs is
0: fucking stupid. I mean, I, um, I was fat as fuck, and I, I have done the bodybuild, and I got down to being very, very lean. And, and having abs, I've never had abs any time in my life. Having abs was a real big goal for me. And, and I remember when I got there, um, it being one of the most empty feelings ever. Yeah. So you're tired. You're, like For me, holding abs is not like a natural state. Um, so you're tired and naggy and hungry and weak but you've got abs wow what a superficial goal (laughs) yeah and we're speaking like the old fat blokes that we are do you know what I mean I certainly certainly gain more satisfaction from hitting a lift that I've missed because that's a quantifiable thing yeah vanity yeah and I think that those, those that sort of focus that sort of
1: focus in 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 the gym having some sort of goals to reach which is a progressible goal which requires dedication, requires periodization, requires effort, is great. Because the lessons that you learn from that outside that you apply to life are excellent. Yeah. But the, the abs one doesn't have that. It, 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 for me, anyway. I mean, you know, if you're going on a bodybuilding stage, well, again, it's not about getting abs. It's about getting to a, a, a leanness yeah. which enables bodybuilding to happen. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm, ju- I'm, just, I'm just aware that we've got to kind of... We, we, we're basically saying... This can be really useful if you're pushing in the right direction, but just make sure that the thing you're pushing at is worth having. And when I, I'm, I'm kind of speaking here to the to the 16, 17, or 18 year old lads and, and some girls who are like, this will make me happy, or this will make yeah. um, boys and girls fancy me. And the reality is, that don't work.
0: And if they do fancy you because you've got abs, what happens when you lose them? <laughs> well, leave you to someone else. Um, exactly. The, um, yeah, at the risk of getting a bit deep, um, if you're not happy, there's very little in terms of physical goals or other people that will make you happy. You've got to be happy in yourself and on your own, um, and then everything else is a bonus.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Unless, unless I do, I do think there's one one caveat here, which
1: I think most people all uh, people, people will get really. Some people will get really frustrated with the statement that I do think there is a basic level of physical fitness which you have to be attaining within that. You know, if you're so overweight that you can't
0: move in certain ways, that will fundamentally affect you, you, even if you're happy at that weight. Are you suggesting that morbidly obese people have a lower standard of life through the poor life choices they've made? I'm going to leave it at the sentence that I made, because it was less specific. From when (laughs) I was morbidly obese. Um, And I will make that statement for my brothers, um, because I've told them. And, and they are well aware the only kind of caveat i'll put on that when i was obsessed with Bodybuilding, i assumed uh, they don't listen to my podcast so i'm happy saying this i assumed that they were they're, they're all fat as fuck they tend to have pie and chips for lunch and a takeaway tea i assumed they were lazy because they are morbid derbies. and actually having spent time with them working they work far harder than me it's just that the way they look or actually their health or what goes into their body are not things that are even on their radar But their work ethic is just as good as any bodybuilder or powerlifter I know. It's just that their ethic is towards growing their business, which is very labour-intensive. They run a a mail-order business that operates at very tiny margins, so they have to send thousands of parcels to make a profit. Yeah, right. Um, And they do not stop. But I always assumed that because of the way they look and their complete lack of physical ability, that they were lazy, and they're not at all. Um, But I also know that if they were... Able to take their kids for a run around the park or whatever, that they would feel better in themselves, having been at both ends of the spectrum.
1: Yeah, and that's it. It's you know, I, I think it's great when people are just happy, just happy in themselves. And I think there's very few people though are, are, are fundamentally that happy when also they can't go and walk 10k.
0: Yeah. Or you know, I'm, you know I'm completely from my, I can't at the moment. I am heavier than I would like to be. I get out of breath going for a walk through town and stuff. And, and it impacts on my quality of life at the moment, and I don't enjoy it. Anyway, we've
1: moved off topic a little bit. In terms of the gym, what, what do you think to that in relation to that kind of that element of periodising your never settling?
0: I, I think that the amounts of time for which you can push will vary person to person. I know that I, in my own life, have had a period of 18 months where I did not veer off plan, I did not change my diet, I did not miss a session, I did not settle for 18 months. And I made more progress in that 18 months than I probably did in the five years before. Um, and most people would think that you can't push for that long. But you can if you want it bad enough. And at the time, yeah. I Um So I, I, I accept what you're saying. You can't just push endlessly. You've got to pick your time. But you are more resilient than you think you are if your head is in the right place. It's nothing to do with what the body's physically capable of. It's entirely to do with what your mind can take. And for me, if I want something bad enough, then you'll make it happen. A lot of people don't get to that point. And that's why people, I think, will start at the gym, start a diet, get four weeks in, sack it off. Because they weren't at that point where they wanted it more than they wanted to breathe.
1: Yeah, yeah. The one other thought that I think we should try and bring into this is... Because I think where this has its most utility, I've already said this, is when people have that start point where they settle too much, where they don't do enough, where they don't push themselves hard enough. And if you, if you go, right, from now on, I'm going to never settle, that will burn out within four weeks. And yeah. what you've got to do is you've got to slowly over the course again, over a year or two years, and people don't think this long ahead, but two years go from, I'm kind of lazy now to in two years, I want to be relatively active and motivated, And the motivation is an interesting one because it's not motivation after two years, it's habit. The only reason I go to the gym five times a week is because it's habit, that's it. I I do enjoy it um, and you're out of that habit at the minute. But that's not because I'm like, I'm so motivated to go to the gym, I just get up and do it. And we, by the sound of it, have turned working at doing something we relatively like into the habit and we habitually just get up and do it and keep doing it. Yeah. And then that's why it also gets hard where, where, where I'm now, where I habitually work. So now I've got to reduce that. So I guess the kind of the focus of Never Settle can be really useful in the instances of getting people going, moving in that direction. Right. This is the goal. I've thought about it. I want it. Now I'm going to move. But you have to move that into a, a habit rather than motivation because motivation goes. Discipline follows motivation and then habit follows discipline.
0: Nice. No, I mean, that's, that's pretty succinct. Um, I'm going to have to leave it there because yes, I'm a about not being busy, and then I've had four orders from wholesale customers just come in. Perfect. Which is very different to the last lockdown, so I don't know how the next few weeks are going to play out. It'll be interesting to see. Cool. Um, well, yeah, as, as you know, I don't want to talk about lockdown because it doesn't exist to me. Well, it doesn't affect you, so fuck everyone else, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, mate. Thanks yeah. again. I'll see you later, Tory dog <laughs>